Today is Wednesday, September 8th. Here's your local news from the Kansas City Star. Today will be sunny with a high of 83 degrees. Here's today's top story. One of Missouri's leading anti-abortion legislators plans to offer a bill similar to the Texas law the U.S. Supreme Court allowed to go into effect last week, which empowers citizens to enforce the state's near-total abortion ban by suing providers and others who assist women in getting the procedure. Rep. Mary Elizabeth Coleman, an Arnold Republican who chairs the House Children and Families Committee, has promised to introduce a version of the legislation. The commitment, coming from an influential lawmaker, signals that Republicans see a possible new route to effectively ending legal abortion in Missouri. Coleman said, quote, We are absolutely going to do everything we have in power to try to eliminate abortion in Missouri. And not just eliminate it, but make it unthinkable. Missouri law already includes a ban on abortion after eight weeks, but the state cannot enforce it while a legal challenge to the restriction makes its way through federal court. Judges are set to review an injunction against the law later this month. The ban, if it ever goes into effect, would be among the toughest abortion limits in the nation. The U.S. Supreme Court is expected to issue a major abortion rights ruling next spring that could significantly weaken or even overturn the court's 1973 Roe v. Wade decision, which made abortion legal nationwide. That outcome would give state lawmakers in Missouri and elsewhere a freer hand to restrict or potentially outright ban the procedure in the years to come. But the Texas law may provide Missouri abortion rights opponents a quicker path. The Texas measure prohibits abortion after six weeks of pregnancy but blocks government agents from enforcing it. Instead, Texas residents are authorized to sue abortion providers who break the law and others who aid women seeking abortions. The law was designed to thwart court challenges by making it difficult to sue the government to block it. The decision paid off, the Supreme Court voted 5-4 last week to allow the Texas law to go into effect. If Missouri Republican lawmakers unite around the idea, the General Assembly could pass and Governor Mike Parson could sign similar legislation in the first part of 2022, months before the Supreme Court hands down its anticipated abortion decision. In government news, Carmeletta Williams used to sit at the edge of her grandmother's front porch at 2700 East 55th Street and listen. On Friday and Saturday nights, her grandmother cut hair for the men in the neighborhood. Their stories and jokes and laughs would fill Williams' ears. Then the highway came. Williams' family was one of the more than 1,700 mostly black families displaced in the 60s and 70s for the construction of Bruce or Watkins Drive. Her family's story is a common one. As the government built the vast network of highways connecting the country in the 20th century, the construction often plowed through city neighborhoods, displacing black, Hispanic, immigrant, and low-income families to provide a convenient commute for white suburbanites. Now, as Congress attempts to pass its largest infrastructure bill in decades, there is an attempt to repair some of the damage to the neighborhoods. Along with billions to fix roads, bridges and passenger trains and billions more to expand public transportation and electric vehicle charging stations, lawmakers allocated $1 billion for a program to address how the highways carved up neighborhoods. Called the Reconnecting Communities Pilot Program, the provision will allow the U.S. Department of Transportation to fund projects that would remove or retrofit highways and try to connect the neighborhoods surrounding the road. Highway removal projects have been completed in cities like Boston, Oakland, Milwaukee and Rochester, New York. Now, local officials are hoping the federal funding helps similar efforts in Kansas City. In coronavirus news, a Wichita area school district faced so many COVID-19 cases last month, it shut down schools until September 7. North of Kansas City, Lathrop Elementary School is closed this week after seven classrooms were quarantined and 14 students tested positive for the virus. School officials in both Kansas and Missouri worry such incidents are a harbinger of what's to come. Last year, in the face of such outbreaks and mass quarantines, 
School districts pivoted to online-only classes while buildings were temporarily closed. This year, new state restrictions on remote learning have left districts in both Kansas and Missouri with limited options on educating students stuck home in quarantine. Breaking the rules could mean risking state funding. As COVID-19 cases surge, school districts are placed in the difficult position of balancing safety with maintaining adequate funding to educate students. The highly contagious Delta variant is bringing more infections to children, many of whom have chosen not to be vaccinated or aren't eligible because they're younger than 12. In August, 606 children under the age of 12 in Kansas City tested positive for the virus, a 1,100% increase from June, according to the Kansas City Health Department. As a result, Kansas City area districts are reporting dozens of COVID-19 cases, leading to hundreds of exposed students and staff being pulled out of schools to quarantine. And finally, in sports news, Eli Drinkwitz is convinced Missouri will see a different Kentucky football team than the one the Tigers defeated last season. Mizzou handled the Wildcats 2010 in Columbia, holding Kentucky to 145 total yards on 36 plays. The Tigers held whopping advantages in first downs, 28-8, and possession time, 43-17 minutes. The Tigers coach said he saw nothing that resembled that team last weekend when Kentucky defeated Louisiana Monroe 45-10 in its opener. Quote, totally different style, totally different feel. The only thing that surprises me is how quickly they've gotten to where they're at, Drinkwitz said. Saturday's game at Lexington, Kentucky kicks off at 6.30 p.m. Central Time. You're listening to stories from the Kansas City Star. Find us at kansascity.com to read more about these stories and others.